Welcome back to another edition of the Quarantine Podcast. Hope you guys are doing well. Uh, for me, it is Monday. We're going to dive in. We're going to be in Luke today, Luke 18, Parable of the Rich Young Ruler. So as you turn there, um, I, I got kind of this idea um, from the Gospel Coalition. Um, Paul Miller, who is the professor of international affairs at Georgetown University and research fellow with the Ethics and Religious Liberty Commission, put out what I think is a phenomenal article called The Cora Coronavirus and the Pony. I won't spoil the pony, but I would like to read an excerpt from that article too um, as we kind of link the passage with what he has to say about our age and um, kind of the times we're living in. So uh, if you're in Luke 18, starts at verse 18. So 18, 18, rich and ruler. And a ruler asked him, good teacher, what must I do to inherit eternal life? And Jesus said to him, why do you call me good? No one is good except God alone. You know the commandments. Do not commit adultery. Do not murder. Do not steal. Do not bear false witness. Honor your father and mother. And he said, all these things I have kept from my youth. When Jesus heard this, he said to him, one thing you still lack. See all that you have and distribute to the poor and you will have treasure in heaven and come follow me. But when he, the rich young ruler, heard these things, he became very sad for he was extremely rich. Jesus, seeing that he had become sad, said, How difficult is it, it is for those who have wealth to enter the kingdom of God. For it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich person to enter the kingdom of God. Um, I know most of you are sitting there going, Oh, cool, rich people. I'm not one of those. I'm a teenager. I am broke, right? You are po. Like, you can't afford the O and the R at the end of poor, right? Um, but we live. Y'all, we live like one percenters on the planet Earth. Um, we have so much at our fingertips. And it's been at our fingertips for you guys since birth, so you don't even recognize it. And I love how Paul, uh, Paul Miller addresses it um, in this article. He says this. He says, I grew up around computers with access to health care and never far from a TV, a refrigerator, a supermarket, a car, and a phone. My kids are even more saturated with tech, convenience, and the trappings of post-industrial civilization. The tools of civilization exist to empower us to make survival a given and convenience affordable. These are good things, and I'm glad we have them. But tools give us power, and power holds danger. That's weird. What does he mean by that? When we have enormously powerful tools constantly at our disposal, that power starts to feel natural. The proximity and ubiquity of tech and convenience breeds a certain attitude, an assumed near invincibility, a quasi-omniscience. Every problem is solvable, every question answerable. Think about it. Out of toilet paper, Amazon can bring you more. Not feeling well? There's a doctor down the road and a health insurance plan to pay for it. My, even my health insurance, I actually call and interact with the doctor on the phone, and they can prescribe me meds. I don't even got to leave my bed when I'm sick. Um, Dad, can you help me with my homework? Um, if he can't, you ask Siri and Google, right? Ancient Greeks would have looked at civilizations or the citizens of post-modernity and called us gods, right? And so what he's saying here is that civilization breeds hubris. Now, he uses the word hubris. Hubris is this idea of excessive self-pride, right? This feeling of near invincibility infects how we look at ourselves and others at a natural world and ultimately at God. 
Sticking with affluenza, we need one another less. We look at nature as either a problem to solve or a resource to exploit, and we think of God hardly at all. Jesus warned that it's hard for the rich to enter the kingdom of heaven. Simply living inside the bubble of our tech-powered civilization is a form of fabulous, God-blinding wealth. Okay? Um, and he goes on. I don't want to spoil the whole article. It's excellent. Uh, pick it up. Uh, the cor- coronavirus and the pony. Um, but I do want... This, the, this is the blessing in the midst of this. Right? Um, you've never, probably to rely on God for protection. Do you always have had a house if there's a major sickness? You have meds for that. Um, food is always constantly available to the point where we have massive selections, right? I love the fact. I, I do. As a capitalist, I love the fact that I have eight different breads to choose from. And if I want to go gluten-free, I literally have another four in that aisle to choose from too. Um. We have access to all these things, and now we're moving into a time where some of those are disappearing. And Jesus asked the rich young ruler, would you give it all up and follow me, sell all your wealth? Well, the challenge to you and is, would you give up all the tech? If Jesus asked you to give up all the technology, to give you up all the, the resources that make life convenient, affordable, and easy, would you be willing to? If you just had him, would you be happy? And this virus is removing some of those idols. Um, are we happy with just him? Are we satisfied with just him? And here's the irony. He is the only one that will satisfy us. The other things, they leave us empty and wanting more and more and more, and we're never satisfied. So satisfy yourself on the Lord this week. Be in the Word. Be in prayer. Sing the Psalms. Sing in worship to your God. Um, This is a great opportunity to kind of reset and not be the rich young ruler who's entrapped by the snares of this world. Praying for you all. Hope you have a great rest of the week. Hope to see you Tuesday night um, on Zoom. Peace.